the wonderful name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. On this last Sunday of the month of August 2020, I'm Pastor Pulenzala. Greeting all, greetings to all our Mums Radio listeners, Miak Online Radio listeners. And even those watching over Facebook. We're gonna still continue to reading from the book of of Esther this morning. This morning we're reading Esther chapter 9. Verse 1 to 3. Will you please read, my sister? Yona Lichachileu manaba aba juda abego ahulu fechore ataba fenya kalona lile la fisha eupia bakeng saseu ba juda baile ba fenya bona karulong ya ba juda musingo mungwe lo mungwe mushongwa bona baile ba kubuka na gore ba sasele mang le mang. You I've got it in NIV and it reads thus. On the 13th day of the 12th month, the month of Adar, the edict commanded by the king was to be carried out. On this day, the enemies of the Jews had hoped to empower them. But now the tables were turned and the Jews got the upper hand over those who hated them. The Jews assembled in their cities, in all the provinces of King Xerxes, to attack those seeking their destruction. No one could stand against them, because the people of all other nationalities were afraid of them. And all the nobles of the provinces, the satraps, the governors, and the king's administrators helped the Jews because fear of Mordecai had seized them. Can you please pray? Lokalile umsebendi uyofeza etimbulentetu. Baba wesulengwele nanamtlanje glolusugu. Baba wesulonamantla wenke ksenia semini. Baba nisenia tanda zeka mendiga Jesu Christu wasen nazaret selfunziwe livilako baba wesulengwele Gulungulu esilona mandla la makulu eka melika chesu liteliwe ngamandla kamoya wakolo ingwele. Nangine kukati yako chohova eksen, nang chohova lababugile, chohova nang labalalele. Baba eka melika chesu wati sitsingo salona lo, watu mtualo walona loyo. Baba eka melika chesu kresu wa senazareta. Asata ukulumu, asata uprofeta. Baba wechilwe ngwele, njengo heze kia wasema ndulo. Agecho ova ufuse matambo, lomile. Agecho ova ufuse litemba, leselfile. Ngulungulu wechilwe ngwele. Eka melika chesu, krestu wa senazareta. Beseli vila kuya lishikile la gabusha. Enchitwe ni ya loya na loya. Kogusi emu ufacho ova kute kubaba bachatwe. Kutumise baba wechilwe ngwele. Lika malakwe lingwele. Sia bonga ngulungulu wechilwe ngwele. Wende logo chobo lentele lutfumo lika malakweli ngwele siyabonga kulumango sisilalele. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 We went through the book of Esther. 
And I just want to say to you this morning, the caption of the message is the theme of the book of Esther, God's providential care. You see, sometimes when things happen in your life and when they unfold, you may miss to see the providence of God. But I'm here to assure you there's God's providential care in your life. Let's just do a brief recap from where we've been. By this time in chapter 9, Haman, the enemy of the Jews, is dead. And there has been a replacement in his position of power. And that place is occupied by Mordecai, whom he had planned to kill. In chapter 8, the king issued a second decree. Because a decree cannot be cancelled. But the second decree gave the Jews right to assemble and protect themselves on the very day where the first decree wanted them killed and annihilated. In chapter 8, verse 17, we learned the many people of other nationalities became Jews because fear of the Jews had seized them. Now in chapter 9 where we read the day we were waiting for finally arrives. And the Bible says it was the day when the edict commanded by the king was to be carried out. I want to bring it in perspective and say on this very day it means there were two opposing laws that were come into effect on the same day. On this day the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them. But on this very day, God had granted the Jews through the letter written by the king an opportunity to defend themselves. Their retaliation the retaliation of the Jews was just limited to those who were seeking to destroy them or to kill them. You see, the enemy has a tendency to try and overpower you. But we know that we today, you and I, have been made more than conquerors through him who loved us. We know that the enemy will plot. We know that the enemy will attack. We know that the enemy will try to kill and destroy. But Jesus accomplished victory for us through the cross. So we know that when that day comes for us, when the enemy seeks to destroy us, when the enemy seeks to kill us, we know that on the day when we go to battle, we go from a position of victory. So we do not doubt that we have conquered before we even go to battle. Because we know it. We believe it. And we act on it. 
you see saints God continues to work in the situations of your life. He continues to work whether you see it or you don't see it. He continues to work whether you believe it or you don't. Because God cares and there's providential care of God upon your life. You see, from the time their problem started to its conclusion, the hand of God was continuously at work. Hallelujah. I want to say before your problem began, even after it began, even now as it continues, before you even come to the end, there is the hand of God that is working for your for your situation. You see, God has created everything that we see in nature. But God can break into the natural order. And the orders that have been set by men to respond to our needs. Sometimes because we prayed, sometimes he'll use others to pray. But God can break into any natural order. Because this God who has created, he remains God who overrules the natural order to accomplish an act which his people may need. And when I say he has a way to overrule the natural order, it means even when it looks like a natural process, don't stop believing God to overrule it. Because, because with God, it can rain in summer and it can rain in winter. With God, with God, he can he can let the sun stand still. He's not God who only created the sun and the moon and the earth to, to move in their orbits. He's also God who can stop them when he wants to and move them when he wants to. Now, we can see with these Jews that God provides for them. We're talking about the providential care of God. We, we see how God provides for them right through the book of Esther in ways they did not expect, in ways they could not comprehend. He provides beauty for Esther. He provides Mordecai a position at the gate so that he can overhear when they brought to kill the king. The providential care of God. I want to talk about the providential care of God throughout the book of Esther. He, he gives Esther favor when they prepare her to be a queen. He gives Esther favor with the king to be the queen. The providential care of God. He makes sure Haman erects the gallows big enough because in his care God wants to deal with Haman. But when Haman does it, it looks like it's for Mordecai. It is called providential care of God throughout the book of Esther. God will reverse the irreversible. God will change the unchangeable even in your life. You see, he is the one who has the power and the authority to change anything at any time for his glory. The providential care of God for his people. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Yeah. Mm -mm. 
A lot of times, we may not know the solution. But you see, when you work with God, it requires faith. It requires you to come to a point where Esther found herself, where she made a statement. If I die, I die. You need to believe that God will never allow you to die at the wrong time. You can say, if I die, I die. When you believe that God is your helper, therefore he will help you to accomplish your purpose. He will make the resources you need available to accomplish the mandate he gave to you. He is God. He will not give you an assignment without providing for you to complete it. You see, there can be a process that looks to be enforced. But God can change the sequence in the process. And he can also change the outcomes of the process. And I say the first decree started the process to annihilate and kill the Jews. But God changed the sequence of the process. When Haman thought Mordecai is dying before the banquet, Mordecai was honored before the banquet. When Haman thought Mordecai will hang on the gallows. He hung on the gallows. I say God will change the sequence and God will change the outcome of your situation. The providential care of God. It doesn't assure us that the enemy will not plot. But it's an assurance that God will come through for you every single time because he's in control and he's a promise-keeping God. Remember when he spoke to Abraham about the seed of Abraham, he said, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. So for the Jews, they had to remember that he is God, the promise-keeper. I don't know my brother, at home there. I don't know my sister. Maybe you are sitting in a sofa. Maybe you are watching over Facebook. I don't know what is the promise that God has made in the past that you need to stand on today when you are in that process. When you are in that process. You need to remember. Hey, 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 hey. I want to believe when Esther said, if I die, I die. In my heart, I remember you cannot die being killed. No, 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 no. By an enemy. No, no, no. Because those who bless you, God will bless. Those who test you are not your business. They are God's business. Hallelujah. Amen. God, the promise keeper, never forget my jaws, what God promised. Never forget what God promised. What God promised. Because you see, when God gives you a promise, he allows you to go through situations that will require you to remember what God said. That will require you to know who you are so that you can stand. Hallelujah. With God, nothing is unchangeable. Because God specializes in divine reversal. No, he, he reverses it even if he himself had said it. You remember when he sent a prophet to King Ezekiel to say, set your house in order, you are about to die. The same God 
God reversed the sun and gave him 15 more years to go. Listen to me. It doesn't matter. You may have messed up today as I'm speaking. It doesn't matter. But your God can reverse the situation in your life. He's a God of divine reversal. Hey, he's a God of divine reversal. Hallelujah. Because he's not only focused on you. Hey, because your life is not only about you. It's about you. It's for you. But it's for others. So he will reverse things for the glory of his name. He's a God who can be trusted. Hallelujah. Yes. You see just right there when the enemy whispers to you and says it's over. Let me tell you hey, when the enemy says it's over I'm here to tell you God has the script of your life. And he can turn the page. He can turn your script in an instant. He can turn it in an instant. Remember, one minute, Heyman was the best sitting for banquet at, the, at Esther's palace. But the next moment, the script was turned over because his position was over and Mordecai had to take over. Don't worry where you are. God will flip over the script of your life. And the things that look down will be turned the right side up. Because the enemy doesn't have the upper hand about your life. God has. The enemy doesn't have a final say about your life. God does. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. My yes. God. I, I like it. When you come to verse 2. No, it's still in verse 1. The Bible says, But now, the tables were turned. And the Jews. Got the upper hand over those who hated them. Hey, I like this thing. The tables were turned. You see, when the tables attend, the day of their destruction becomes their day of victory. Hey, I want to talk to somebody. Maybe you are going through a court case and the lawyer told you it doesn't look well, but you know you did nothing wrong and they say they are going to pass judgment. I'm here to tell you this morning, the day that looks like the day of your destruction is the day of your victory. Hallelujah. When tables attend, there is a divine shift. And there's a divine repositioning of things. You see, when the tables attend, those that were behind are put ahead. Those that were ahead are put behind. Those who were below are put up. Those who were boasting, who were arrogant, who were proud, are brought down. When the table attends, there is a divine shift and there is a divine repositioning. You see, when, when tables attend, because you are a child of God, darling, when tables attend, they will always be tend in your favor because God said your favor is for a lifetime. So every time you go through a situation, expect a moment for tables to be tend in your favor. Hallelujah. 
Yeah, when tables are turned, the rejected become the accepted. The, the rejected Jews becomes the accepted. The, the people want to be like them. Hey, don't worry that they are rejecting you now because you are a Christian. Maybe it's in your family. Maybe it's in your workplace. Maybe it's in your neighborhood. You are being rejected. You are being opposed. You are being hated simply because you are a Christian. Hey, the tables have turned. Hey, the tables have turned. And when the tables are the rejected are accepted. They despised. They despised. They become the honored. They despised Mordecai. It's now the honored Mordecai. When tables, hey, when tables, when tables attend, part of the enemy who were in the beginning, part of the crowd. The, that were ancient to kill you and annihilate you becomes the group that joins that joins you when you fight your enemy the bible says all the nobles yo 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 all the nobles all the satraps all the governors they joined the Jews they were meant to kill the Jews. But now they joined the Jews. It's, it's the word, it's not me. It's the word of God. Hallelujah. When, when tables have turned, the, the despised become the honored. Hey, the undervalued becomes the highly appreciated. You, you see, you must never Look for your value from men. Because no man, even your parents, don't actually know who you are. The only person who knows who you are is the God who has created you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You, you see, they undervalued Mordecai. They undervalued the Jews. But now, hey. the Jews and Mordecai were highly valued and highly appreciated. Let me tell you, don't worry about where your employer placed you. Don't worry about how your husband or your wife treats you. Don't worry about how your parents treat you. They may undervalue you, but there's coming a time where you'll be highly appreciated because the tables have turned. When tables are turned, hey, God causes your background to be an immaterial aspect of your life. You, you see, the background of Mordecai was immaterial because the, the tables were can I talk to you? Your background is not an issue to God. Your background is part of God's plan. So never agree with people who make your background an issue because those people don't know who you are. Your background is not an issue. Your background is a springboard. You need your background to be able to move to your next position. You need your background to be able to jump to your next level. You need your background to be able to fit in this season. Your background is Immaterial. Yeah, no, I know you never believe people 
who focus on your background. God doesn't. Because God uses your background for your own good and for his glory. Hallelujah. Amen. When tables are turned, those who look down on you. Don't worry about people who look down on you. There will be people who look down on you. But when tables are turned, those who look down on you will now look up to you. Can I place it to you? Can I, can I present it to you? That, that the nobles were still nobles when Haman was there. They were governors when Haman was there. They were satraps when Haman was there. But when God took Mordecai and placed him, Mordecai, whom they looked down to, hey, when God moved, when tables are turned. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, mm -mm. people who look down on you will now look up to you. Hallelujah. Let's talk about the providence of God. Book of Esther is about the providential care of God. It reminds us that we can go through difficult situations, situations that seem impossible. It may look like your life is at risk, but it reminds us that God is not looking away. God is present and God is working for your own good and for his glory. Yeah, now when we talk about the providence of God, it includes the preservation of God, the provision of God, and the governance of God. You see, the preservation of God, God preserves the Jewish nation. He preserved what needed to be preserved. Remember we said in your life you will experience many seasons. In the seasons there will be many sins like the sin of an, of, of an act on the stage, there will be certain things that God preserves. They are linked with your purpose and destiny. And what God doesn't preserve, you do not need. So stop crying over it. Everything that needs to be preserved will be preserved. That's the providence of God. And, and when he preserves things that need to be preserved, he will provide what you need every season, in every situation, at any given time. You will lack nothing to accomplish your purpose. You will lack nothing to fulfill your mandate. That's the providence of God. Now the government of God comes in this sense. When people have has planned when laws and decrees have gone out. The government of God comes in that God has authority and power to overrule things that have been decided. Remember, it's in the hearts of kings, in the hands of the Lord, are like a water course. God directs them where he wants to. Hallelujah. You see, by his power, God preserves what needs to be preserved. By his power, he provides what is needed and governs the situation of our lives. We are heading to a close. We're talking about the providence of God. You see, God works usually at multi-levels when he is dealing with us. It goes from just being about you to being about others also. Others you may choose 
and others you may not choose. Others you may prefer and others you may not prefer. Because it's not about you. It's all about God. Yeah. The providence of God will use unlikely strategies. Yo, when you face a situation, the providence of God will use unlikely strategies. When Naaman was sick, the, the, the unlikely strategy of God was that he dips himself seven times in the Jordan River. It's an unlikely strategy. It's a divine strategy. And it works. You see, the providence of God means that in your situation, he will give you an unlikely strategy. You see, there was another unlikely strategy when Gideon was facing the Midianites. Hey, God used pitchers and trumpets. Yeah, to, 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 to defeat the Midianites. When Joshua, hey Joshua needed to, to, to bring down the walls of Jericho, the unlikely strategy was just marching around the walls. You see, when, when, what am I saying? I'm saying in your situation, God will give you a strategy, but the strategy of God will never make sense. Yeah, because you are living in a natural world. You're facing a natural challenge, but your strategy is a spiritual strategy. It won't make sense. But it will accomplish what God wants it to accomplish. You see, that's where your faith comes in. Now you say in this situation, Muruti, what is faith? Faith is very simple. Faith is trusting that God knows best. Even when his strategy seems unlikely. And faith is knowing that it will always, every single time, work out to the glory of God. We are coming to close. I'm talking to believers who have received Jesus Christ. We're going to read it from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. We're going to read it Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. I'm bringing it to talking about you and I. The tables have turned. This is the final day. Your enemy and what God has given you. Listen to what Ephesians says. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. It's not your power. It's the mighty power of God. You need to believe that he's almighty God. You need to believe important God is on your side. He's fighting for you. Listen to what he says. Put against the devil's schemes. It means the devil will have schemes. But you can't go anyhow. You need to put not some of the armor of God, but you need to put all the armor of God. You see, sometimes as Christians, as believers, we neglect putting the full armor of God even when we see we are in the center of the battle. Listen, the the Bible explains why must you put the full armor of God? Why must you be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power? Yes, there is 
reason is faced for our struggle. It's not against flesh and blood. Hey, let me tell you, you need to separate. You need to separate the body that the enemy is listening to bring you a challenge from the spirit that is prompting the person to do what they are doing. You need to separate them because you are not fighting people. You are fighting a spirit. You are fighting rulers. We are fighting authorities. We are fighting powers of this dark spiritual forces in heavenly realms. Let's take them one by one. We are in Ephesians chapter 6. But in Ephesians chapter 1, Paul says, that the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened. And when he talks about God lifting Jesus, he said, check them. They are there. They are in chapter 1. He said, above every rule, above every dominion, above every authority, above every power, so everything that you see in verse 12, hey, 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 God has repositioned you in chapter 1, verse 19 to 20. In the heavenly realm, you are struggling, you are fighting against them from a position of victory through Christ Jesus. Let's go to verse 13. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. Hey, and I love what the Bible says. After, after having done everything, after having done everything, you don't struggle, you don't shout, you don't cry. You just stand. Like the Jews in the book of Esther. They just stood. They just stood. And whoever was trying to attack them, they retaliated. Hey, 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 you just stand. And whoever, whatever, whenever they want to attack you, you retaliate. Fully dressed standing with understanding the providential care of God. Through the book of Esther, as we close the month of August, we now know, we now know, we will go through different kinds of situations. The hand of God is at work. You don't need to see it, you need to believe it. Through the book of Esther. Okay, yeah, Esther. We know. Don't worry. When it looks like you are down. Your turn is coming. Ah, Hallelujah. Ah, Through the book of Esther. Okay, yeah, Esther. We know. That God. Is not just focusing on you. You are going through it all. Through it all. Through it all. You are going through it. Not for only you. But for others. You see the people. Wanted to be like the Jews. And the people help the Jews to fight. We are on a mission, church, to win people to Christ. You go through it so that they can see your God. I'm calling you today to stand your ground. Never allow your past to keep you prisoner. Never allow what people say about you to make you believe that who you are. Believe what God says about you. We are going to close as we take the stand. Maybe as I'm talking, you felt like you are nothing. Maybe even this whole month, you were listening to these preachings, but you thought it's not for you. It's not for now. But I'm here to tell you, today is your day. There are two things. One that wants to kill you and one that has given you the right to stand. Now stand. 
stand. We are going to pray. We're going to ask God to give us the strength to stand in every season, to stand through every storm, to stand after we've done everything, to stand. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. We thank you that you have provided everything that we need in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you that you have provided difficult situations, painful situations, confusing situations in our sight, but it was all for your glory. Father, we thank you that you are a God who makes no mistakes. We thank you for where we are today. We thank you that, yes, the enemy has got something, an authority to act against us, but we thank you that you have given us Jesus, that we can stand Jesus, that we can call Father. We thank you for providing the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. We thank you that we have a testimony that you are a God who has done it before. And as we said today, when the tables are turned, we stand firm, knowing and believing that God, you are in control. We ask you, Father, to strengthen us in the mighty name of Jesus. Strengthen us and help us to stand in the name of Jesus. Never to shift, never to waver, never to doubt. Father, give us strength to stand and stand firm, for we are standing on you, Lord Jesus, the rock of all ages. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brethren. Ah, the providential care of God. The book of Esther. Never mind what you are going through. God has got it in control. The tables attend. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. You and your family. May the good Lord bless you. Bye-bye from Mamelodi International Assemblies of God. Pastor Bulendala. In Jesus' mighty name, I love you. Bye. Yeah.